This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the White House is trying a new approach when it comes to congressional communications. Adding it all up, federal executive boards save the government a ton of money. And one senator is again trying to secure a bigger raise for federal employees. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Biden administration details a different tack than the previous White House when it comes to congressional communications. A new memo from the Office of Management and Budget does not necessarily relieve agencies from clearing all legislative proposals, testimony, and other communications with them, but the memo encourages agency stakeholders to submit recommendations for the president's action on the bill. The Trump administration's February 2019 memo on clearance processes did not outwardly encourage this type of feedback. Nominees for the Office of Management and Budget pledged to take on federal hiring and IT modernization. More on that from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. OMB nominees say creating a more diverse federal recruitment pool is a top priority if confirmed. So is IT modernization. Shalonda Young is the president's pick to be the deputy OMB director. She says she is well aware of the many failed attempts to give agencies more funding for IT in the past. From my current seat on the Appropriations Committee, it's going to take resources. Yeah. Um, we've dealt with budget caps over the last 10 years, and when your choice is between programs that impact families and IT systems, sometimes IT systems have not won out. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. Top union presidents are calling on President Biden to immediately fire Social Security Administration Commissioner Andrew Saul and Deputy Commissioner David Black. The American Federation of Government Employees and the International Federation of Professional and Technical Engineers say SSA needs new leadership. They say the SSA commissioners have encouraged a union-busting culture and added unnecessary disability reviews during the pandemic. The unions pointed to a recent Supreme Court decision that found the removal protections for the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau director were unconstitutional. They say the SSA commissioner has those same removal protections. Federal executive boards helped agencies save millions of dollars in 2020. The Office of Personnel Management estimates the 28 FEBs across the country saved agencies $7.5 million in employee training and costs last year. They also sponsored alternative dispute resolution programs and helped settle 195 cases to the tune of over $10 million. OPM says many FEBs worked with FEMA to host virtual webinars on pandemic safety and reopening strategies. Several FEBs also hosted blood and community food drives. Congress is taking a hard look at critical supply chain issues in the U.S. The House Armed Services Committee is setting up a critical supply chain task force. The organization will last three months and look into how the industrial base gets the goods it needs. The panel will be co-chaired by Representatives Alyssa Slotkin and Mike Gallagher. Six other lawmakers will also serve on the task force. A top lawmaker says next year's defense budget may look pretty similar to this year's. Federal News Network Scott Massioni has details. House Armed Services Committee Chairman Adam Smith says he's expecting the military budget will end up at about $750 billion for 2020. That's pretty similar to this year's budget. However, it may take a lot of negotiating to get there. House Republicans are likely going to want to increase the budget to contend with the Defense Department's growth models. Progressives, on the other hand, have been interested in cutting the budget as much as 10% and using those funds for domestic projects like health 
clinics and grants for schools. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. Hawaii Senator Brian Schatz is making another push to give federal employees a raise next year. He reintroduced the Federal Adjustment of Income Rates, or FAIR Act. This time, the bill would give civilian federal employees an average 3.2% pay raise in 2022. It includes a 2.2% across-the-board raise, plus an additional 1% locality pay adjustment. Virginia Congressman Jerry Connolly introduced a House companion bill back in January. Both Schatz and Connolly have introduced similar bills over the last several years. The president would have a tougher time firing agency inspectors general under a new bill in the Senate. The Securing Inspector General Independence Act would require the president to give Congress a detailed explanation for firing a sitting IG at least 30 days before removing the watchdog from office. The bill also limits the administration from putting IGs on administrative leave. The bill was introduced by Senators Chuck Grassley and Gary Peters and would also train IG employees on their whistleblower rights. A bipartisan group of senators is calling on the State Department to set international norms on emerging tech. Here's Federal News Network's Jory Heckman with more. The Democracy Technology Partnership Act would create an interagency office within the State Department that would collaborate with other countries on rules of the road for 5G, artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and other emerging technologies. The office would be led by a special ambassador for technology at State, along with deputies from the Commerce and Treasury Departments. The bill also creates a $5 billion technology partnership fund to jumpstart joint research projects between international agencies, universities, and tech companies. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. A bipartisan bill would increase federal contracting opportunities for small businesses. Senators Gary Peters and Joni Ernst introduced the Price Act, which would require the Office of Management and Budget to work with agency acquisition administrators to modernize contracting procedures. The senators say agencies have been reluctant to use the Small Business Administration's contracting program, creating added hurdles for small businesses to compete in the federal marketplace. And more than 100 contractors win a spot on a mega-intelligence community contract vehicle. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has those details. The Defense Intelligence Agency picks 144 vendors, including 107 small businesses, for a spot on its Solutions for IT Enterprise, or Site-3, vehicle. The 10-year IDIQ contract has a $12.6 billion ceiling. Under Site 3, DIA and the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency will be able to buy managed technology services with the goal of improving integration, information sharing, and information safeguarding. This is DIA's third multi-award contract for enterprise IT services, but Site 3 is a consolidation of three existing contracts. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.